Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and thank you for being here. Well, right before I came on air, I'm just reflecting. I could have been a NAR prophet. I could have been popular. (laughs) Uh, But narrow is the path to salvation, and thankfully the Lord has always given me a long-term vision, and I'm looking towards eternity rather than just short-term gain here in this space. Today is going to be a bit of a unique show. I'm going to be doing a lot of reading and uh, probably about 40 minutes worth of reading. The good news is part of it comes off like a great audio novel. (laughs) So, uh, and it'll paint pictures in your head beautifully. I'll tell you where this show has come from, and just like almost every other day, I planned on doing a different show today than the one I'm putting up, but I have to go with where I feel led to go. On Tuesday, I received a message from Cisco. Cisco Wheeler, if you are not aware of her, um, she's been on the show many times, good friend of the show. Uh, She is a devout born-again believer. Uh, She was in the occult for a good section of her early life, Uh, got pulled out of it. She was mind-controlled. She really is a survivor. And she doesn't even like to talk about occult stuff anymore. It just creeps her out. And we're not going to be talking about the occult stuff too much today. Although, well, that may or may not be true. As you can tell, I don't script this. But she sent me something on Tuesday. And I didn't look at it until today. And she posted on her patron, by the way. Her patron is uh, is always really good. She's very thoughtful in what she puts out. And uh, this particular word has been put up, although not in the same way that I'm going to be presenting it. That is for sure. So anyways, before I even read that, I went out for my morning walk. And, you know, I, I pray often, as you guys know, when I'm walking my dog and I was led to go search out three scriptures, the Lord actually gave me numbers to look at. And so I didn't know what I was going to find. And I have three scriptures that I'm going to share with you. I have no idea why I have these three scriptures. But I 
think they're going to tie in somehow. Maybe the Lord will give me the revelation by the end of this show, as I certainly don't have it now. Or perhaps he'll give you the revelation and you'll be able to write in the comment or let me know what the heck this means. <laughs> but the, this particular word that uh, Cisco said needs to get out with some urgency so the church is prepared. It hit home because over the last couple of years in many conversations that I've had with Cisco, these things that are discussed come up frequently. And I've been seeing a lot of patterns. And when I'm looking at things, you know, even in the last few months, that things seem to be forming up in this particular way. And so I really feel compelled to give it to you. Now, if you didn't catch the show I did two days ago, what was it called? <laughs> um, yeah, Pet Goats. Trust the Plan Pet Goats. I got some flack on that show, by the way. Most Mostly good comments, but a couple channels that I posted it into um, were not appreciative of, of the content. But... They told me in a respectful manner, uh, I will say, that uh, that they didn't agree with the viewpoint, and and I, I thought that was great. I thought it was really great. But I want to start out with two of the points that I read last week, and then I'm going to read you more from the... It's called the hierarchy of, oh my goodness. I've spent too much time in this book written by Alice Bailey, or compilation of books from the Lucius Trust, the externalization of the hierarchy. Oh boy. <laughs> but I, I got to start with that because it, this just all ties in and, uh, Again, this uh, show is not to scare anyone. It's not to put fear in anyone. Uh, and I'll just tell you personally, as I speak, where I'm living, uh, there's that heavy smoke. It's going across the northern U.S. and Canada. Everyone's saying it's from the wildfires in Quebec. But the jet stream is going towards Quebec, not from it. Uh, and there's definitely a chemical presence in the air. What can I tell you? Um, I'm going to keep repeating this if you haven't heard me say it. I say it a lot on the Podbean live shows where I speak pretty freely on things. Agenda 2030, we all know the depopulation agenda that they have. Just remember, they want to accomplish it by 2030. And if you didn't catch it in the news just uh, a day or two ago, Prince Charles, or sorry, King Charles has now set the clock <laughs> countdown to their 2030. They want to accomplish these things. It's not starting in 2030. You got to be aware of that. So here is the two points that I read from 
the externalization of the hierarchy. And the hierarchy is basically Satan's at the top of the hierarchy that she is describing, uh, Alice Bailey, in her writings. I want to be very clear about that. And the externalization of it is how to make it manifest here on earth. It's instructions from the fallen angels, from Lucifer himself, or Satan, as he's called. So these two points I made on the last show, the new world order must be appropriate to a world which has passed through a destructive crisis and to a humanity which is badly shattered by the experience. The new world order must lay the foundation for a future world order which will be possible only after a time of recovery, of reconstruction, and rebuilding. Oh, let's build back better. So I want to be clear. That's Satan's plan. Whether God allows him to do it, the Lord is in charge. On the same note, I'm going to read a little bit more from the book today that is related, and it's going to relate to this uh, so-called prophetic word that I'm going to read to you. This, again, is from the externalization of the hierarchy. First, the steadily mounting feeling of intense resentment amounting to hate in the case of some groups and sections of suffering humanity, accompanied by a deep fatigue, a shattered psychological integration as the result of nerve strain, an acute fear of what the future may hold, in brackets, scientifically developed by the Axis powers, and a numbing of the soul, which is the result of death on every... Lost... Oh, I'm back. Secondly, the widespread physical destruction wrought by the invading and the defending armies, the destruction of great cities with their accompaniments of civilized living, the wholesale wiping out of industrial plants and the mechanics of daily life, the sinking of the ships which distribute the raw products of civilized living and the complete disorganization of all human affairs in every country in the world. Directly or indirectly, the breaking down of the structure of the well-established financial relations, plus the disruption of the ordinary means of communication. 
and to this monetary ruin of the masses of the people, and you have a true and not a sensational picture of the world state. Out of this wreckage of all that man has constructed during the centuries, and out of the spoilation of all existing culture and civilization, the new world order must be built. And my brother, it will be built, and you can help prepare for this building of a more stable and beautiful way of life. Obviously, that's a recruiting message. Later on, it goes to say you should support the Great World Law, Great White Lodge that the uh, <laughs> Satan presides over. So it's telling you it's that is a message from Satan or a fallen angel, maybe not him, but. One that is in the know. Why did I read that to you? Because it's going to tie in greatly with this thing that Cisco has sent me. But first, those three scriptures that the Lord gave me, and I don't know how they fit in, but I feel I must read them to you. Luke 17, uh, Luke, sorry, Luke 1, verse 17. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. I just caught something. Because he gave me verse 17 and verse 76 out of Luke 1. 1776. Interesting. So, Luke 1, verse 17. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Verse 76. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way for him. I included verse 77. To give his people the, the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Now, this one I picked up on right away. Um, Revelation chapter 9, verse 11. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek is Apollyon that is destroyer that's revelation 9:11 the third scripture i was given was revelation chapter 7 verse 4 then i had heard the number of those who were sealed 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. I don't know 
how these all fit. Okay. So the thing that Cisco has shared on her Patreon and said that I really need to get this message out. Uh, she sent me a link to a site called Prophecy House and the host Stan was reading a prophecy that was given, a so-called prophecy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my disclaimer. I'm just gonna speak honestly before I read it to you. It's fairly long, folks, so you gotta hold on. It's probably gonna take me a half hour to read this, but please hear these words. The person who had, is giving this prophecy, so-called, her name is Vicky Parnell. Now, I have seen Vicky Parnell, and I did a quick look at her. Um, this is not someone I would consider a true prophet. I could be wrong. Haven't looked deeply into her. I'm not casting judgment on this person. However, it just... I think it's inspired. Can I say that? I think it's inspired. Um, but it reads like a great book. And I don't know, just, just comparing it to biblical references and things like that, that uh, they don't usually sound this way but you know listen god can use someone's voice i'm not opposed to that but you have to use your own discernment on this i'm just carefully saying that i am not proclaiming this to be a legitimate prophetic word from god although i tend to believe it is divinely inspired and i will leave it there by the way, that stuff that I just read from uh, Alice Bailey, I also believe was divinely inspired. So this was done over, I guess, a three-day period, this particular, and, and she's entitled it, An Awake Dream of Invasion. And this was all given in... Uh, Oh, well, I'll just read the dates. Uh, the fourth day of February this year, the 17th day of February this year, and the 25th day of March. Oh, sorry, four days. Uh, oh, no, no, that's written twice, three days. <clears throat> Excuse me. I may jump in with some commentary in between. So this is how the word goes. And listen, it sounds like a lot of bad, bad stuff. It actually doesn't end that bad. So it's worth hanging on till the ending. And you'll see the tie-in with what I just read from Lucius Trust. It began with me observing our world from space, outer space, except the Earth looked more like a globe with all the lands identified with their country's names labeled upon them. Suddenly, 
I watched the lights begin covering the world, representing homes and cities. The lights of civilization across our world, the earth, I watch in wonderment as the lights cover the lands and seas, the oceans too. But the lights didn't fully cover my nation in places. Um, by the way, I'm open to this being from God. I'll just say that. All of a sudden, oh yeah, sorry. In All of a sudden, I begin seeing the lights go out. This in our nation, large sections at any time in my nation of America. Of those remaining lights, what's going on, I asked frantically. As sections of lights after lights shut off, almost every light goes off in America. I hear from higher up in space. Grid goes down for three days to pave the way for greater sorrows. <laughs> you know, I can't help myself, folks. I have to do it because I've partnered with them. Now's a good time to talk about EMP Shield. <laughs> Listen, uh, a lot of you are starting to purchase these. Uh, it's wise to do. If the power does go out, if your chips are fried, if your cell phone doesn't work, your car doesn't work, nothing in your house works, um, it's, it's going to become the zombie apocalypse. But at least if you can protect your your house, maybe a cottage, your you know your car, you'll be able to go and gather your loved ones. At least you'll be able to go as long as you have gas. So um, EMP Shields, use coupon code ROR, and you will save $50 per device. And I checked this morning, they still have their 10% off on top of that. So 10% off the whole order plus $50 on every device you buy. Uh, cars, houses, generators, boats, RVs, motorcycles, they've got it all covered. Back to the word. Then I hear a voice beside me say, Come, daughter of faith, of grace, of mercy, and understanding, of wisdom, of love, of faithfulness, and of joy. Come with me. I turn to my right to see a shiny man, an angel with light gray-colored wings, standing next to me in space. Oh, I say, the angel with long, dark brown hair parted to one side, said simply, Come and see. He takes me by my left hand, and we begin descending fast from the heavens of space until we land upon the earth. And I'm taken to different locations in which I see soldiers, what looks like Chinese soldiers, coming out of various areas and locations from the ground. They're heavily armed. Oh, they're coming to attack us from the underground, I exclaimed. Yes, the angel man said, this is the beginning of the invasion that is quickly followed by water invasion. Many of your enemies have already arrived in your once great nation, now called Babylon by all of heaven. Some have lived here freely for years, while many have recently arrived through the borders left unprotected. But daughter, it's not only Xi Jinping's Chinese forces that are here. 
but others as well. Oh no, what will happen to us? Your nation has already been crippled, destroyed, within one hour's time as foretold by the scriptures of truth. Now your people go into captivity and bondage for its wicked, evil sins your people committed, yet never repented of by asking the risen Lamb Jesus to forgive them. His blood could have redeemed every single soul on your world, in your nation. Come now, for this night you will see much again that it is to occur upon your nation. The great harlot of the world, Babylon, who was once called America, but in addition, you now have the missing connection of how the invasion begins through Canada and other areas within your nation's grid going down in most parts for three days. And with these words, I find myself once again in Russia, the same as I did in mid-February of this year, dreaming but somehow still awake in the same as before. Oh, Jesus, this is hard. Please, oh God, please help us all. Then on February 14th of 23, this dream began. I found myself at a great seaport, more like some type of naval seaport. It's not one of ours, not of America, because the people are speaking in a foreign language, but I recognize it. They are speaking Russian. Why am I here? I ask myself out loud. You are here to observe, I hear a voice say to me. You are here to observe and record the details of all you see. Unless instructed otherwise, I turn toward the sound of the voice, and I see a man standing there beside me. Who are you? I asked questioningly. I felt no alarm in the man's presence. He is by his appearance of younger age. His eyes I see above a scarf. Most of his face is covered by it. He's dressed in a black wool, heavy coat, black wool-like pants, and dark olive green pullover sweater. I can tell he wears a white shirt underneath his sweater, and then it's peeking out from beneath the red and black played warm scarf that is wrapped around his neck to keep him warm. It seems he has a black and red woolen hat with black leather bib made into it. It's very cold here, but I can see his whole face. Nothing but green eyes beneath his brown eyebrows and match the color of his hair. I glance down at myself. I am as I am in reality and dressed much the same for cold weather but I am wearing a dark blue coat and white heavy winter snow boots to keep my feet warm. I too have a scarf upon my face. I looked back up to the man's face and spoke these words. But who are you? Your voice is familiar to me. We have spoken together before. Yes, daughter of faith, of grace, of mercy, and understanding of wisdom, of love, and faithfulness we have. <laughs> it's quite a title. I gasped out loud and replied, no one calls me by that name unless you're from heaven. Daughter of heaven, he said, you know it is written in the holy scriptures of truth of how man has entertained angels unaware without knowing them unless they reveal themselves at some time during this encounter. Yes, I do, I replied. It's in Hebrews 13, verse 2. The man replied, yes, it is and then pulled down his scarf to reveal his face. Shock filled my being. It is the angel Michael. Michael, I exclaimed. 
It is I, daughter of heaven's court, he replied. But why would heaven send you to speak with someone like me? And why hide who you are from me at first, I asked. Still somewhat in surprise, because it is to grant you understanding. If we, the heavenly angels, can come to you in disguise to where you don't recognize us as holy angels, then so can your enemy Satan and his fallen ones. We are all created as angels, but the fallen ones can do so too. Oh, I replied, realizing the seriousness of the lesson I just learned. Michael, continue. The why I am sent here is because of the tactics and military strategies of your enemy. Am I dreaming? I asked Michael earnestly. You are neither sleeping or dreaming, but in an awake state. Some call it a night vision, but you, O beloved daughter of heaven's court, are really physically here once again. Full comprehension filled my mind. I understand, Father God, has brought me here for a reason. It has to be of the highest importance for him to send you an archangel, I said to Michael. It is. There are still children of the light, children who have accepted Jesus, the risen lamb, as their savior. Your country of America will fall, daughter of heaven, but his children's prayers, but for his children's prayers, I am to reveal to you in depth the enemy's planned strategies against your nation of Babylon. No longer recorded as America or the United States of in heaven's courts, or its records. That's not good, Michael, I replied. No daughter of heaven, it's not. But this is where your nation has fallen, too. As a whole people, he replied somberly. Yes, it has, I replied sorrowfully. Michael looked at me with eyes of full of compassion and placed his hand upon my right shoulder. I felt strength being renewed into my body, even through his gloves in my winter coat. All of heaven sees your pain in your heart for your nation and its people. We see the tears you've cried over your world for the lost souls, such as in the heart of Jesus, the risen, risen lamb he's placed within your heart for his heart for his people his creation, but it is a heavy load for a mortal being to carry. Michael said compassionately. I responded, yes, it is. My lovely Jesus has never left me, not once. I praise him and love him even more for this. Yes, daughter of heaven, all praises to almighty God who sits on the throne of heaven, ruling justly, and his son Jesus, the risen lamb, Michael replied, and his whole being began to glow, a glow from which I knew the glory of God from where he had been in the Father's holy presence. Do you see how this reads as a book, folks? It's a little bit weird, but I think there's some stuff in here you need to pay attention to. Michael, what information do I need to obtain that Father God would send you a headmark archangel for me to share? The war in the heavenlies is raging like never before, with the releasing of more and more demons and higher entities once restrained 
and held bound until this time of the end of days that are now upon your world. I have been sent myself so as to not have any more hindrances from this information being brought down to you with the understanding needed, he replied, in all seriousness. That makes sense, I replied. Where in Russia are we, I asked. Vladis Vostak, he replied, spelling it out for me. V-L-A-D-I-V-O-S-T-A-K. I notice I now have in my hands my current journal and an ink pen. I begin writing in it as we talked. Vladivostok is one of their ports in which the Russian forces shall leave from under the command of Vladimir Putin. This much you have known from your talks with the Lamb of God, the holy ruler of all who reigns in majesty, light, and love. What you didn't fully understand is what is being loaded into these vessels of war. Look, daughter of heaven, and write. Suddenly, we are watching a convoy of vehicles pull up. These vehicles are loaded with crates, metal cases, mule packs. I hear in my spirit, some are called. What's inside them, Michael? I ask. I will show you, he replied. Now I could see inside the closed containers. They are weapons, both known and unknown, that look like laser guns, laser whips, and wave-generating weapons. I had a simple understanding of what I am seeing. Another has canisters, and I see the word chemical weapons appear before my eyes. I let out a small gasp of alarm, but keep writing. I hear mustard gas among some of the names. Now I see what looks like a metal cart with hoses connected to it. It's a cold container. The people loading this container are dressed in suits that you wear for cleaning up poisonous chemical spills or dealing with infection disease. They're hazmat suits, daughter of heaven. Michael spoke to me, giving me a name that will be recognized by others, and I should share this part of the information I am being shown. I watched and write as the ship after ship of every kind known and unknown of war is loaded that they have chosen to use in this invasion. Now I see all-terrain vehicle tanks, hover-type vehicles, helicopters, super-fast jets are loaded on some of these massive vessels. Robots, hybrid soldiers, and giants. Oh, Jesus, there's so many, I cried. Out. Michael placed his hand upon mine to comfort me. Where did all these come from? Russia? has been at war with Ukraine for almost a year now. The equipment is in abundance. And I know that some of this is far superior to what Putin has been using, I exclaimed. These are gifts, daughter of heaven, from the fallen ones given to Vladimir Putin because he has been chosen to be the one to lead the attack that shall destroy your nation within one hour's time. He has been planning and plotting ever since he was placed into head position over his beloved country of Russia, known as the Bear. He was well chosen by the Fallen Ones. And orders were given 
to your world's hidden society that hides in the darkness as it tries to control and manipulate your world's people. If not for those who have accepted Jesus, the risen lamb, into their hearts, they would have succeeded much more in some areas. But the lamb has those who heed the spirit of our holy God and will pray, and you know in the holy scriptures of truth, your praying can and does make a difference in the events that occur upon your world. I look into another container being loaded into what looks like a submarine or possibly a drone. I'm not sure what I'm seeing, so I asked the angel Michael, what's these devices I now see? Daughter of Heaven, they are electromagnetic pulse devices, also known as EMPs. The portable ones will be used in areas of strong resistance in your nation as the invasion begins upon its soil. It's easier to repair the cell towers and other equipment needed to reestablish a connection to the AI control systems in a smaller confined designated area than to use one on the whole nation. Where their repairs or new construction will be massive and pull much needed people and resources away from the actual invasion of your nation to continue. Oh, I see. I reply to him almost in tears. See, they're thinking about rebuilding here. I find this really eerie. I watched as handheld missiles and grenade launchers are loaded into the various places. The amount of robot-like dog drones being loaded too was quite large. Michael, is this the only port the invasion will begin from in Russia? I thought there were more. I asked, trying to recall how many there would be in reality. The invasion begins here in Russia when Vladimir Putin's combined forces leave the seaport. Uh, Vladisvostak, another at Nakhodka, and Petropavlis Kanchatsky. I asked sheepishly, Michael, would you spell those for me? Yes, daughter of faith. Nakhodka is N-A-K-H-O-D-K-A, and the other is P-E-T-R-O-P-A-V-I-L. O-U-S and K-A-M-C-H-A-T-S-K-L-Y. Those last two go together. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, daughter of heaven's court. This will be the use of all his vessels for Vladimir Putin has much vessels and drones hidden beneath the seas and waters of oceans deep as well as hidden war machines, drones, vehicles, and even genetically modified superior enhanced soldiers all beneath the Earth's crust, held and preserved for the moment in time when Putin leaves these three ports. They will join in the water the forces of Xi Jinping, the king of the east of China. Together they shall head for the United States. Their destination is California. 
just want to hold off for a second. There's a lot of people talking about military mounting up in California and some subs off of the West Coast right now. You know, people like, uh, yeah, some of the people I mentioned on Tuesday's show are talking about that. <laughs> See the tie-in? While traveling in the waters, Putin shall signal his other waiting fleets as soon as they will leave for New York, where eventually other countries allied with him and his unholy coalition shall join forces with Russia, all carrying much the same supplies as well as Nephilim giants, as Putin's first fleet did. China will be equipped with different items, but much the same. These two also gifts from the fallen ones to aid in the destruction of your nation. But why, Michael, would the fallen ones aid in our destruction when our nation has become so evil and wicked, I asked. Good question. Wouldn't they rather have us spread more evil? Why, indeed, Michael replied. Remember, daughter of heaven, the time of the man of sin, the Antichrist, has arrived. His time is now. The strongest ruling powers of your world must be weakened and some taken down for superpower status so he can step in and rule your world with very little resistance from the heads of Satan's rulers still remaining in power. He brings with him feasts false peace in a world gone mad by war. I understand, Michael. Yes, daughter of faith, of heaven. I know you do. Putin shall send forth a fleet from his port of Murmansk to New York, soon to follow with another fleet with other nations to get in together. They shall then descend on Alaska, before Russia and China forces reach your country, they will engage in battle in the waters of your nation's vessels, accompanied by some of your allies. This battle will not go well for your people. Come, O daughter of faith, of grace, of mercy, of understanding, of wisdom, of love, of faithfulness. <laughs> Let me show you by way of map what is to come. With these words of his, I find we are traveling fast through the air with bright, intense colors of magentas and purples passing by us. What are these colors, Michael, that I'm seeing? I asked. Colors of the time vortex, he replied. And then suddenly we stopped, and I find that we have entered a room, simple but beautiful. Upon a massive, crystal-clear table, trimmed in delicate, liquid gold, sits a map of our world. It is a beautifully detailed map with mountains raised upon it. It's a 3D lifelike map, but this map has the United States in the middle with Europe and Asia on both east and west, showing for me how our world's waters connect us together. Where are we, Michael? I asked, not recognizing this place. This daughter of heaven's court is a heavenly strategy room. It is a place for our glorious God 
supreme ruler of all, shows me his future events to come upon your world before it is then discussed among those under my command. Why are you bringing me here if this is your strategy room shared by Father God, I asked, genuinely wanting to know. O oh, beloved daughter of heaven's court, there are no secret rooms hidden in heaven. It is out of love of our great most high God, Jehovah, that no one enters here unless invited. Tell me, daughter of heaven, when you were brought here by command of our God, Jehovah, our God most high and his holy son, Jesus, the risen lamb, what did you perceive? Michael asked me, looking at me intently. What do you mean? I answered his question with one of my own. Michael smiled softly and then asked, what did you understand in your spirit? I understood that Father God and Jesus, my love, loves us all the same. All were equal and the love and peace was beyond what one feels on earth, I replied, honestly to Michael's questions. His eyes probed mine deeply. <laughs> Yes, daughter of faith, yes it is. Pure love, love beyond compare in heaven. So I have brought you here that you can observe the parts I am to reveal to you as it unfolds on this map. Because visuals have always helped you in the past. Yes, Michael, they do, I replied. Kind of surprised that he would know that about me. He must have read my thoughts because he responded, daughter of heaven's court, quite often I observe the earth below. When not directly in conflict or in battle with some kind of enemy, we all do, but we are here to help mankind in their fight against the enemy's forces and helping you gather in the harvest of lost souls. We're also here to help in whatever capacity the almighty God in heaven, also our father, and creator needs us to do. We are in this fight together. That's good to know, I replied. Michael, how is it that you are shorter than some of the other times we've talked? He let out a soft laugh and replied, would it not make more sense for me to lower my original height so we can talk face to face instead of you trying to shout up to me? Our appearances can be changed and our sizes adjustable. For whatever God, whatever is needed to accomplish the most holy, true God, Jehovah, and his son's commandments. Oh, well, um, thank you. Come now, let me show you what I've been commanded to reveal to you of what is to come of your nation, now known as Babylon of old, as well as Babylon of the new in the halls of heaven's courts. Not all members' activities of Putin's coalition will I discuss at this time. The Archangel Michael waves his hand at the beautiful 3D map of the world. I watch and my eyes focus upon Russia, where there's great activity in the east side. Vessels, little boats, submarines, and drones start pulling away from Russia. Now I witness as a massive fleet of the same assortment starts leaving the ports of China. There are three. The port's names are Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Qingdu. 
Thank you, Jesus, I whispered under my breath for letting me see how to spell those names. Michael smiled at me. I keep forgetting in heaven everyone can read each other's thoughts. I watched on the beautiful 3D map as Russia's fleet, though smaller, joins the Chinese fleet to become one very large, humongous attack force. Even though there's drones and submarines under the water, I can see their outlines above the top of the waters. And on this Heaven's World map, there's actually waves in the water, actual visible waves. Suddenly I see more activity on the far west of Russia, near Norway. The map has the current names of each country making it easier for me to see to know something that is occurring. I see another fleet from Russia leave the port of Murmansk, and it's not as massive of what was which headed to the United States with China. The Russian fleet appears to be headed for New York. Yes, New York, because I see a flashing red X on the map with a little arrow, a narrow arrow coming from the Russian fleet. Daughter of Heaven's Court, the amount of time between each event is not to be told. Only the order of which you see that I tell you to reveal. Michael said to me with the voice of holy authority. The rest of you are only to speak of if the Lamb or his Holy Spirit moves upon you to do so. I understand. I looked again at the map. There in the waters where Russia and China's forces are headed to California, I see they have been intercepted by some of our vessels, accompanied by some of our country's allies. I watched as shot after shot is passed. I hear the air of sound of warning trying to go out from the officials and military, but it stops before the message is fully sent. Michael, will they receive it? I asked in alarm. Yes, they will receive it, but it will be not be enough warning to do your nation good. But in this, God Jehovah Most High is still showing mercy and compassion, if not for the prayers prayed for the people in the war vessels. All would perish, and no warning would have went out at all. I watched in horror as some of the little ships and submarines caught on fire and sank on the 3D map. Fire and smoke were rising from the areas. The Chinese and Russian fleets begin pulling away from the wounded vessels left dead or badly crippled in the waters. Our enemies have sustained some damage, but not like our vessels. All of a sudden, my attention is drawn to the state of California. I see activity on the border between it and Mexico. I see Mexican soldiers, tanks and vehicles of all types, plus air support, and begin fighting at a place in California called El Centro. It looks like the county's name is Imperial City. I see a crown by a name. Yes, it's Imperial City. The Mexican soldiers are attacking here from a city called Mexicali. There's also crossing into the borders at a location called Calexico and others. The Russian second fleet is heading still toward New York but I see another Russian fleet leaving the ports of Vladishvostak and Petrovlashki-Kamatsky with the majority of the fleets coming from the latter. But wait, I see more vessels joining the Russian third fleet. 
Michael asks, what countries have joined Russian's third fleet, including footman, equipment, and weapons? Is it out? It is out of the countries of France, Germany, and Denmark. Oh, I said, feeling my heart sink. Daughter of Heaven's Court, Putin has been wooing the other countries to rise against your nation in secret for some time now. This is a coalition he has formed. I watch as I realize they're heading to Alaska. There are now some of our U.S. vessels of war heading out into the waters. A great battle ensues in an area called the Bering Strait. A flash catches my eyes, and apparently before or after Russia's third fleet arrives near Alaska, China and Russia's combined forces arrive near the area in California, which is called San Francisco, and the battle is already ensuing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the enemy's forces have grown because other countries are in the water. Actually, they appear to be at first under the water, and these are not only in the San Francisco area, they surface to above the water and send out missiles. I see the San Francisco bridge erupt and fall in a fireball into the waters below. They're here to take out specific targets such as bridges and freeways. What country is this, Michael, aiding Russia and China? I asked in surprise of how strategically and precise this invasion of our country of America has been planned. This is the country of Iran, he explained, and now their country's flag was evident on their vessels. It looks like also Putin's second fleet has reached New York as a battle and fires and smoke begin bellowing into the air above. It is not alone, though. Other countries are with them. That's all I can say about them. I begin seeing more Iranian ships arrive at New York, soon accompanied by another nation. I see under the vessels that say North Korea on them. I ask Archmichael Angel, uh, Archangel Michael, did our country know of all these enemy vessels? Were we aware they had them? Yes and no, he responded quickly. Most of these vessels were hidden under the waters in caverns deep, in the oceans and the earth beneath. There's a slight pause on the map, and I feel some amount of time, more so than the other times, has transpired. Now the waters heading up to the United States is another massive fleet coming up from the south in the ocean. It is the in the Atlantic. These ships come from Venezuela, Brazil, and Colombia. I feel a majority of their fleets is provided from the fallen ones was also hidden from the world until this moment in time as they continue at a steady pace. I see or hear no alarms. They are headed for the state of Virginia. Michael, why would they delay attacking and invading Virginia instead of hitting her first? Aren't there a lot of military bases here? Yes, he replied. But your enemy knows, well, a cry will go up from New York for help and the military bases of Virginia will respond, causing Virginia to be emptied of much of its soldiers and artillery fire. It is a brilliant piece of strategy to weaken it. 
by your loyalty to one another, even before they arrive at Norfolk, Vladimir Putin is a brilliant strategist. But remember, he has the spirit of an antichrist inside of him as well, as being instructed by Antichrist, the man of sin, who's now already actively controlling your world, secretly with the aid of the fallen ones, the angels that fell from heaven in your world's hidden secret societies. That's not so hidden anymore. There is a massive being battle being fought at Virginia in the waters of land, in waters and land both. I see activity now in Mexico. In a far southern region, there are ships and vessels leaving from the Mexican Veracruz port, it says. The map displays clearly for me to see. They are headed for Florida. The spot marked X on Florida says Manatee. Why that port, Michael, I ask out of curiosity. Daughter of heaven, this port can handle easier the massive equipment and military vehicles needed for the invasion. This is why this port is chosen. Putin will move to cut off the ports so no supplies can easily come into your country to aid your people. This daughter of heaven is also you can share what I have shown you this day. So daughter, do not forget through access from Canada from the hidden underground tunnel labyrinth systems shall also occur because although you sounded the warning, even calling the name of the entry points of your country's military officials have been slack on following up on this issue. These underground tunnels run under your nation and your world and many Chinese soldiers are already in underground locations waiting for their orders to invade. Michael replies somberly, but Michael, I shared the dream. Yes, daughter of faith, you did. You are blameless in what follows. That still doesn't make me feel better, I replied, feeling great pain and sorrow in my heart. That is because I have a heart and love and compassion uh, like that of the mighty God of heaven, Jehovah and his son, the risen lamb, Jesus, the Christ, rejoicing, rang through the heavenly halls when every day you appeared in the prayer room of the throne room of heaven asking to be given the heart of unconditional love for all people accompanied by forgiveness for all. These are pretty flattering statements about this person herself in this, uh, uh, written by her. You're right, Michael. I've been praying as part of my prayers since late eight, 2018. I replied in honesty. Yes. He replied, I know. These places that the Chinese will invade from Canada, they are the same or has anything changed by our God's hand of mercy and judgment? They remain the same at this point of time, Michael replied. I watched as a green X's begin now appearing now on the 3D map of our world. They are in Maine, St. Francis, and Chessencook, Dover in Ohio, in New York, Messina, and Rochester. There is Greenberg in Pennsylvania, Harlingen, Kentucky, Iron Mountain in Wisconsin, and Michigan area, all called Salt St. Marie. I looked at Michael, the archangel, with understanding, but even though my heart is breaking, they will be after the nuclear strikes. 
Oh, Jesus, what will be left of our beautiful country? I hear my lovely Jesus respond. She has since lost her beauty when she began committing her whoredoms against me, her Savior and God. I turn swiftly to my lovely Jesus has entered the strategy room. I watch as Michael bows his head in holy reverence to my beloved Savior. Jesus, I said, I rushed over to him and throw myself into his arms and finally begin crying, unable to hold back tears of pain in all I had seen. I feel his arms go around me tenderly and he holds me until my sobbing subsides. Then he speaks soothingly to me in love, but also in firmness. Little doll, daughter, it was needful for you to see this so you can warn my people out of love, my children who are growing close to me. Even now, before these things occur, can now be praying in advance of these things coming to your nation. He gently pushed me partly away to look into my eyes. Daughter of mine, my love not to all profess to know my love for me are ready for my soon coming return. In fact, many shall be left to face all of this. You can be praying now for these people, your brothers and sisters in me who have lost their way to try to live close to me and in the world at the same time. Tell my people what's coming and testimony of my faithfulness of those who will return to me and those who will come to your war ravaged world. Say again, no matter how the enemy is allowed to invade and conquer your nation, not one state will become fully occupied by your invaders. This is apparently Jesus talking here. Uh, an impossibility, if not for my merciful hand, even in the times of great judgment for your world and nation. Little daughter, be brave in me. Your physical enemies have you surrounded, but do not fear, for I have them surrounded by ten thousands and thousands of flaming chariots, my warrior angels. You are protected by my hands, so speak boldly and freely that which you have been given the freedom to speak. The rest I shall reveal to you shortly what must be done with it. But in the meanwhile, be praying about all these things I've revealed to you, my faithful angel, Michael, in this awake dream, in this last night of three, will be given to you. I understand. Thank you, Jesus, my love. While still being held in his arms, Jesus looked at me with tender love and sp softly spoke these words to me. Now, my little warrior daughter, it's time to awake. I felt his breath upon my face. I found my self sitting upright in my bed once again all alone i burst into tears once again i hear from the heavens it's okay little daughter i've got you i've got you in my arms always then she gives out a bunch of verses i'll read them i'll just do this in completion john 14 26 second corinthians 13 verse 1 hebrews 13 verse 2 jeremiah 6 verses 4 and 5, Jeremiah 5 verse 9, Ezekiel 7, Psalms 78, 61 to 62, Isaiah 22 verse 17, Jeremiah 15 verse 2, Jeremiah 22 verses 7 and 9 and 21 and 22, Lamentations 8, 14, 
Hosea 12.10, Amos 3.7, Hosea 4.6, Ezekiel 24, verses 13 and 14, and Psalms 33, verse 9. All right, if you're still here, God bless you. <laughs> I was tempted with just putting some of these in bullet points, and I could have given you the gist of that in five minutes. But I wanted you to hear it as it was stated so you can use your full discernment. Maybe God will give each one of us, in fact, I was prompted to pray before I started this broadcast, that God would give each one a unique discernment of what has been said here today. But I just want to reiterate how I started this show, and it'll be quick, but again, from Lucis Trust, the new world order must lay the foundation for a future world order, which will be possible only after a time of recovery, of reconstruction and rebuilding. That's written 100 years ago, folks, thereabouts. And I'll also just close with the three scriptures that the Lord gave me. Because it's good to end with the word of God. And you can tell me what this means because I kind of get the numbers thing, but I, I honestly don't have why I have these scriptures here today. Luke's... Luke 1, verse 17, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. They had as a king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon, that is the destroyer. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. Look, different sort of show. I know it's not exciting to listen to this stuff. It's hard to listen to this stuff. And I don't just post something because Cisco sends it to me. I love Cisco, like a lot of you do. She's a good friend of mine. But I felt led to do this today. I'm not doing this for the views. I'm not doing this for, as I said, I could have been a NAR prophet. Everyone would have loved it. <laughs> but instead, we in this community are on the narrow path, and I must steward 
each one of you. That's the burden on my heart. So, in the meantime, please leave a comment and hit that thumbs up thing. But in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And here is a tip on how to make a difference in your community. Tell them about the salvation of Jesus Christ. <laughs>